today is May 15th. Back-to-back Mitch Keller episodes, guys. Bucks dropped the series in Baltimore, but we got the Keller game. The offense, the playing time, the Keller, the rebuild. Let's get into it all. It's the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Yins guys, thank you for listening to the Bridge to Bucktober podcast where we talk all about them Pittsburgh Pirates and that. My name is Josh and I'm joined by my brother Jake. What's up, Jake? What's up, man? Okay, so we got the Keller game after dropping the first two. Yeah, yep. Once again, the stopper. He's doing his thing, man. He's doing his thing. And it is... Must watch baseball. That's it. That's it. That's how you explain it. That's actually really good. I mean, it's he's phenomenal. Yeah. It's gross. It's, it's literally gross. The offense is still struggling, but like we have it's we scored four runs Sunday, today, Sunday. First time we've done that since the 16 run game in Washington. Mm-hmm. So that's good. However, it's not like there was a lot there to say, yeah, they 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 figured it out. Right. And I'm just so much more impressed with what Keller did than I am anything that the offense did. Clearly. I mean, it's it's straight dominance. I mean, it's the same thing we talked about from his last start. So the last start, he does the complete game shutout. This time he strikes out 13. Yeah. No walks. No walks at that. He's just attacking guys. He's going right after you with a full arsenal that he can throw any pitch in any count. You have no idea what he's going to come at you with. Man. <laughs> All right. We're also so we're going to talk a little bit about the offense. We're going to we're going to talk a little bit more about Mitch. I know we just said that stuff, but we're going to talk a little bit more about it. Um, and then uh, you know maybe get into we we just played Baltimore. So maybe get into a couple things that uh, about that team and the way that they're they're playing and the way that they kind of did things on their side. We've had this conversation before on this episode or on this podcast, and I tried to look and figure out which episode, and I I couldn't find it. So I, we had that time where we weren't like saving our notes, and so it was probably during that. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, uh, we're going to try to get into this stuff, uh, but we, we are going to revisit that in a little bit. Uh, so if you're, if you're interested in that, check it out. Um, but we're going to try something new today. We're going to try something new today. We're going to try to get through, uh, we're going to try to get through the game recaps pretty quick so we can just, so we can chat about the things we want to talk about. So before we do that, guys, if you're listening to this and you're not subscribed to the podcast, go ahead and do that. If you're watching this on YouTube, uh, hit the subscribe, the like button, and comment below telling me how good you think Mitch Keller is. That's it. Just say he's really good or whatever. Just give me a comment. Yeah. Swag will work. Swag will work. Give me an emoji. Something. Do something. Sorry, that was a shout out to my supervisor, Antonio, if you actually listen to this. Swag. Gotcha. Okay. 
So let me let me try to get through this. We're going to play a little bit of music and try to get through this. Let's see how I can read, which usually is not very good. <laughs> but also leave a comment telling me what you think of this. It might be a quicker way to get through stuff. Love it. All right, Pirates heading into Baltimore Friday night. Somehow still in first place. Johan Oviedo getting the start opposite Kyle Bradish in the series opener. Pirates took an early lead in the third when G1 Bay scored on a throwing error at the plate. The O's tied it up in the bottom of the sixth on a weird play where Mountcastle hit a triple down the line. And Connor Joe slid to make the play but couldn't get it. But he didn't let it live long, hitting a solo home run, taking the lead in the seventh. A couple doubles off Jose Hernandez in the bottom of the seventh, and the game was tied at two. Our friend Dwayne Underwood Jr. (laughs) comes in and gives up the lead, then stays in the game for the eighth. Single, walk, double play, walk, and... Cedric Mullins steals the highlights by hitting a three-run homer into the right field seats, blowing the game to a 6-2 lead and completing the cycle, which is amazing, actually. Pirates will get one across the ninth but lose 6-3. Two hits for Swinski and Bay, homer for Joe. Oviedo goes five, giving up four hits and a run. Walked five in this game. Loss goes to Hernandez. Saturday needing Rowanzi. To find a way to slow the bats down Saturday night, he does just that. However, the offense was still non-existent. Adley Rutschman, Gunnar Henderson hit home runs in the first and second innings, and that was all the scoring. Ronzi goes seven, giving up five hits, and just those two runs, striking out and walking one each. Taylor Wells continued a strong season, seven innings, one hit ball, eight strikeouts against this offense. Bucks finished the night with only three hits. Ronzi gets tagged to the loss. Sunday, just like last Monday, it came down to Mitch Keller to break the string of losses. He answered going seven innings while striking out a career-high 13 batters, all while not walking anyone and giving up just four singles. Cutch hitting leadoff for the first time since 2011 for the Pirates. Leads off with a single. Reynolds single. Cutch would score on a fielder's choice. Scoring was done after the third inning. Reynolds struck out swinging. The ball kicked away. He got first. Moves up on a Santana ground out. Basically, key Brian Hayes knocks him in. And after Marcano sacrifices Hayes to second, Bay swings at another terrible pitch and somehow hits it into right field. Two runs will score. This was Keller's fifth win of the season, ladies and gentlemen. That ties his career high from 21 and 22. No starts by Castro, by the way, but back-to-back quality starts to end the series. And that couldn't have been more perfect timing. It really couldn't have been. I watched the time at the end, and I was like, I'm going to get this this time. I'm going to get it. That's great. (sighs) All right. What do you got? (laughs) (laughs) Now I'm tired. I'm getting a drink. Yeah, right? Jeez, that's a lot. No, um, Just, I got to give it up for Cedric Mullins. I mean, that's that's incredible. Yeah. Cycles are always incredible. Yep. Um, Yep, let's give it it to him. That's all the more. He's having a great, he's having a great year. He's just. He's an incredible player. He is. He is. You know, just just goes to show that these things are rare, and sometimes you got to tip your cap. Yeah, absolutely. But other than that, the offense just is. It's just been. Bleh. You know, I mean, you you have your you have your spots <laughs> here and there that are okay, and then it's just it's just flat, man. Well, and it's scoring runs. It's runners. It's it's you know, o for whatever with runners in scoring position every night. It feels like yeah. But yeah, it's the offense has been. I mean, Rowanzi gives up two in the first and second inning, just solo home runs by 
two guys who are, you know, awesome, I guess. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Gunner, yeah. we know the potential. Yeah, yeah. I think it's like five or six home runs for him already. I mean, his average is not good, but he's going to hit the ball out, right? Right, right. So, I, I don't know. I You just can't. You and can't we keep stopped t- hitting the long ball. Like, we're, we're not hitting no. as many, you know. You're no, just getting a home horrible. run here and there. It's been horrible. Mm-hmm. But you had an opportunity. So the six three loss. So what I was saying about the about the Cedric Mullins thing, the six three loss, like that that game was better. Um, you know, he hits the home run late, and it's it's the three run homer. What what are you gonna do? He puts the game away at that point. That's the way the games work, right? Right. Um, you still could have got this series. I mean, Rowanzi does a, a good enough job. It still not quite there, Rowanzi. Yeah, it's only been one strikeout. Yeah, it's kind of the second time, second straight start where he's just not had the the putout pitch, but he's still finding a way to get a quality start. Like, that's actually like a good sign, believe it or not, because like the good pitchers find a way to get a job done even when all their stuff isn't super sharp. And I feel like that's where he's at right now, but he's getting the job done. You give up two earned runs in seven innings, you should feel good about that. Yeah, but it's it's hard to feel good about that when your offense isn't scoring, and you get pegged with a loss. Um, I think you're thinking of the Ortiz start though. His last start was, uh, was the five innings, five runs, uh, off of Ronzi in in uh, Toronto or versus yeah, Toronto. Yep, yeah. Yep. 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 It's right. been a minute for him. It's been a minute. His his two starts in April before this were the were the two. Like we've been looking for the bounce back for him. He gave yeah. up four runs in five and a third, and then five runs in five innings, and that's against Tampa Bay and Toronto. His last good outing was the Dodgers game. The six innings, two that's hits, great. two walks, five strikeouts. Um, but yeah, the the thing about this game was, it, you know, he had seven strikeouts in those ten and a third innings of his last two um, outings. You know, three and four in the in the games. Just one strikeout, but he walked four and three in those two games. And that seemed to be, for him, it was the control. It was, you know, not walking guys. And yeah. uh, all of the games that he's gone out there and given up a lot of runs, he's also walked a lot of guys. So that's he's, he's he limits contact, but it's the walks that kill him. And the fact that he had one walk in this game, not a lot of base runners. Just yeah. five hits, two of them were the solo homers. So you're talking about three base runners when you look at it that way. You know what I mean? Four yeah. four with the walk, right? So four base right. runners total in the seven innings. Um, not a lot of not a lot of people on. So good bounce back for him, I thought. And I think that is a good sign. And you're right. Like he does limit contact. The slider, I mean, I, I just watched something this week on his slider, and it's still like one of the most unhittable pitches right now. He just can't compliment it with anything over the plate, and it's it's easy to lay off when you can't do that. You can't right. keep a hitter honest. Right. So, yeah, um, I thought it was interesting. The Oviedo game also uh, was, was the walk as well. And so five walks. He only gave up the one run. He was able to work out of it. But Oviedo will go as far as, as his fastball control is going to take him, and that's about it. Like it's, yeah. he's, he's got to, he's got to find a way to get that fastball over the plate because he's not going to be able to keep throwing the, the, you know, they're adjusting, I guess. Right. Yeah. Hernandez and Moretta first 
uh, first blown saves of the season for those guys in that game, and Hernandez get his first loss. Yeah. Moretta finally let up an inherited runner. Was that the first one? That was the first one. Yeah. Man, that's a good and stat. It was on a And it was on a wild pitch. Wow. He got out of it. Like, he would have been able to get out of that had that ball. And it was a – I'm not even going to, like, spend much time on this, but that is not Hedges. He blocked it. He did the, the right thing, and then the ball hit the batter. Oh, yeah. He turned to look where the ball was supposed to be going – Ball hit the batter and went the other way. Moretta's yelling at him, telling him where it is, and he started. At that point, it's too late. Yeah, but that's not on hedges. That's that's crazy. Like it, I don't think anybody's <laughs> saying that, but I just wanted to clear. Like, oh, they, I'm sure they. I are. get it. <laughs> I'm sure they are. Yeah. Anything probably. you got, anything you got, you're throwing at that guy right now. And yeah, like you said, you don't want to get into it. It's amazing right. that you even felt like saying that. It, it, because well, we there's the enough, topic. yeah, there's enough to to be pining for him to be on the pine. <laughs> there's enough there, right? I mean, I get it. I because I'm on record saying what he's doing for our pitchers is really, really good, and I do think that he's making a significant difference on our pitching staff, the way that mm-hmm. we attack hitters, and the success that we've had specifically in April. However, I think uh, I think Gary tweeted this out too, and I, I he said it well, so I'm just going to use what he said. If you're going to be a defense-only catcher, you have to be able to throw base runners out. You have to have all of the defense. You can't just be an intangibles guy, or else I'm just making you the pitching coach. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, we can't only get the intangibles and the pitch framing because, you know... Whatever. Yeah. These umpires are awful with or without pitch framing anymore. So, I, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not like sitting here saying one move or another has to be made because it's has to be. I'm not watching all of these players. I don't make comments without knowing what's going on. Right. And I don't know what's going on. Right. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't. Maybe I will. Maybe I will. You know what, guys? Here, I will. Andy Rodriguez needs to be on this team, <laughs> but <laughs> Here he here's my, here's my, here's my condition though. Hedges has to be there too, because I need Andy or I need Hedges in Andy's ear about catching. I need Andy in Hedges here. Eh, eh, blah, blah, in, I need, what in the world did I just say? Hendy, <laughs> Hedges, he, Andy, I need Hedges in Andy's ear. That's actually kind Got of it. hard to Nailed say. It. That's hard to say. Yeah, hedges in Andy's ear. Okay, maybe not. Um. <laughs> anyway, I'm just. Yeah, that's funny. But the I've thing also is, just is like, listened to you say it six times. Right. So. <laughs> Game planning, attacking hitters, what he sees in pitchers, the way that he. Those are things that like those are the lessons that he needs to to be around. Those are big deal yeah, things. I'm, I'm with you 100. percent so uh, the problem is, is like we're getting so tired of Hedges that we're going to want him gone for 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 Andy to come up. We can't do that. We need them there at the same time. We have a problem with that. <laughs> the problem is, <laughs> is that Jason Delay still hitting 340. I'm carrying them all three, to be honest. I feel like you could because I feel like if you made the move for like a Palacios or, or, or an Andujar, 
then at least then he can. Get, and we get to use uh, delay as a pinch hitter. <laughs> like no, it'd be okay no. putting him in. What for hedges? No, no. I'm just, I'm just saying. I would be okay putting him in for as a pinch hitter, rather than putting in Andujar for as a pinch hitter instead of delay. Yeah, but he's been pinch hitting four hedges. So you'd just well, be putting fine. a catcher into pinch hit. And if you're going to do that, but, it's going to be Andy. <laughs> but no, I mean, if Andy's in the game. Like if he's playing out. Yeah. If he's no, playing I mean, outfield or. If Andy is catching and you have hedges on the bench, you can use delay as a pinch hitter and you still have a backup catcher on the bench. I see what you're saying. I don't yeah. know. I don't. Yeah. I don't know who he's going to hit for, but. Because you, I mean, I mean he's batting 380, hitting for anybody. <laughs> Not really anybody. No, no. You, and you get what I'm saying. I do. I see what you you're saying. You can use him for a pinch hitter for Bay. You can pinch hit him, you know, if yeah. Castro's having an off night. You can, I mean, any of these guys. But if you have another catcher, you're not worried about sending your catcher to the, your backup catcher to the plate. Right. That's all I'm trying to say. I yeah. Mean, and I think I'll it gives you other free. opportunities. I'm fine with it. Yeah. You give it all. He can oppor- play outfield. That's it. That's where I was going to go. Yep. He can play a little bit of outfield. He can do a little DH. Mm-hmm. I mean, shoot, he can play second base. <laughs> but I don't think you want to do that. I don't think you want to no. bounce him around. Uh, matter of fact, I read one time that he's better if he has a spot. He hits better when he has a spot. So I don't really know. And maybe that's part of it. Maybe that's what they're looking at. Maybe they're like, hey, he hits better when he's catching. Well, if that's what they're seeing, then that's what <laughs> that's I want them to, to do. Yeah. Yeah. But... No, I and we I know we didn't plan to get into that, but I know that there's a lot. Like offensively, our team is struggling. We do have a good offensive player that we think probably is not ready to catch. And I know a lot of people will say, yes, he is. What's it matter? That's fine. That I'm taking their word for it because they watch him every day. Sure, they're probably telling us things that you know what I'm saying. Like, are they yeah. yes, they're they're fixing it a little bit. Of course they are. What they're saying is what I mean. I mean they're right. probably it's probably a it's probably a service time thing too. Whatever. I'm not saying I'm okay with it, right? Right. But he sure could help the offense. Yeah. And Andujar's not. So that to me that's the move. And let him catch. Give him a pitcher. He was catching Ortiz when Ortiz was dominating, right? It yeah. was, I mean, was he? I don't know. I guess that's a good question if he was. Because if he was, yeah, let's let him catch Ortiz. Let's, yeah. for my I'm money, for Hedges, Hedges keeps catching Keller. Yeah. He has to. Absolutely has to. He has to. And that's the day where you're okay with a little less offense. But he's got to be there to catch Keller. Mm-hmm. All right. Moving on from that. I. You know, I don't like to, uh, nope. I said moving on. We're going to move on. Where were we headed? And and I totally destroyed that. We were we were defending hedges. Let's get back to Mitch Keller because I just can't get enough of it. Yeah. The the two seamer moved so much today, and that yeah, uh, not slur sweeper. sweeper. My goodness, that he threw to what's his face. That thing was just disgusting. You you can't touch it. No. This is by far. I don't want to say by far. I remember, I mean, like vaguely remember Drabik, right? I remember loving him. I remember getting the haircut with the curls in the back. I mean, it, it was a mullet. It, yeah, it was a mullet. Yeah. 
Mine was probably more mullet than his was because his was curly all the way to the hat. <laughs> Mine just curled at the bottom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> oh, shoot. Now you got me hey, thinking that. Hey, I had a mullet in, the, in my 30s, so. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> this is the best we've seen any pitcher, I think. I think this is yeah. better than than this is better than what we saw from like Liriano or Garrett Cole in their in their strings. At least recency bias makes me believe that. Yeah. I, I really think so. I th- I think that if this continues all year, you're talking about getting Cy Young votes. Yeah. And like so Garrett Cole didn't have his full arson that he has now, arsenal right. that he has now. You know what I mean? He was still trying to figure things out. I mean, yes, he was pitching very well for us, but it's not like what we're seeing from Mitch Keller, right? It's just not. He had he had good runs, like he definitely had like good runs of of, mm-hmm. and he had good games, and he you know he threw games that were impressive, and the way that he did it was impressive. Shoot, Jeff Locke really... went on a really good run. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But nothing but like this. What we didn't see from Garrett Cole was the the demeanor that I'm going to go out and be the stopper on this streak. He was just a, I'm going to go throw the ball. Like, I, I don't know. He didn't have, and I know Mitch Keller doesn't show the tenacity, but it's there. Like, I can see it with his pitches. I don't know if you can say it, because I think Garrett Cole was a pretty confident. He was confident. It's just, I don't know. I think... Yeah, I, I think that There's was there. there. I think that he didn't have to be because he was surrounded by Liriano and A.J. Burnett. And you know what That's I mean? True. Tyone yeah. when he was healthy. And you know what I mean? When it got to that, well, Tyone wasn't until, wasn't he He was kind of late, right? Mm-hmm. I don't, was Tyone on any of the playoff teams? Or was he hurt like all of that? Anyway. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Like he had those guys around him. Mm-hmm. Morton was still there. Edinson. Like, all, a lot of guys were going good then. Yeah. Man, I don't know why I'm blanking on that. Keep Go ahead. But, yeah, I mean, just watching, like, so, I, I like I said, I worked today, so I didn't get to watch the whole entire start. But when, I, when you watch the breakdown of Mitch Keller's start, I mean, he's just filthy. He's painting the black with 98. Movement on the two seamer is unbelievable. Then he goes up and in, in, and the ball doesn't move when they think it's going to. I mean, they, you don't you don't have a chance at that. He's got three different fastballs that you can throw at any point in the count, and he's going to paint the black or put it in on your hands, or you just, you can't guess. It's tough, man. He's he's tough right now. Changing speeds, changing angles. You're seeing like. And it seems like most of his stuff comes right from the same slot. It's crazy. Yeah. 13 strikeouts, just back-to-back games where he's done something incredible Mm -hmm. in each of them. And that's coming off of the loss. You know what I mean? Like he lost his first game, the outing before that, on five unearned or four unearned runs and one earned. So five runs total, one just one earned run. And he how does he bounce back from that? He's like, well, nobody's scoring now. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just nobody's going to score. And he goes 
16 straight innings. I forget what the strikeout, what he have, eight? I think he had eight. I think so, yeah. Jeez. I just don't know if if this continues how we're not talking. Oh, he's certainly going to be pitcher of the week. Yeah. I mean, yeah, those numbers are going to be unrivaled. Yeah. So we actually did get four runs. Let's move on to the offense here. We actually did get four runs in this game. I kind of said how it was um, a little bit weird. Um, you had the first inning where Kutch leads off with the single. Brian Reynolds gets the single. And then the, the what was called a double play it was overturned. But Kutch scores. But the third inning was was the weird inning to me. You get the strikeout from Brian Reynolds that kicks away, and Reynolds didn't even know when it kicked away. And then he took off. So they had him, and then they missed the ball. You could have, I mean, I don't what would they actually rule here? They have ruled the wild pitch, but they didn't rule anything else. It was just wild pitch. He gets the first. So Santana grounds out. What was the what it was the dive by Mount Castle, hit off his glove. Frazier picks it up, throws it back to Mount Castle. They get one out. Sawinski walks because that's what Sawinski does. And then Key Bryan, in what everybody knows he can do and what everybody tells him not to do, he just takes a ball to the right side in the hole, perfect placement, and the and the runs come in. Uh, actually, just Reynolds scored. Sawinski stayed at third. Just that's execution he didn't yeah. go out there and hit a ball super hard third inning how hard did he hit that ball oh <laughs> my bad because it's key brian hayes he hit it 99.5 miles an hour <laughs> 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 because that's actually what he does but he goes the other way with it hits it hard it's on the ground the way that you want it to be not in the air sorry this play you want it on the ground he gets the run in, puts another guy in scoring position. Tucapito sacks him to second. And then Jiwon Bay, who swung at this same exact pitch. I need to get to batters here. Swung at the same exact pitch, swing and miss his first at bat. Swings at it again. Where are we at here? I must be on the wrong day. <laughs> in play runs. Okay, so it's in, and maybe the player... I mean, it looks like it's not high. It was high. It was the swing and miss on the sinker that was a little bit further inside. And then this this inning three was a cutter that came in on him. So really, the sinker is breaking back towards the plate. It never made it. It wasn't even close. And he swings and miss. And then it's the cutter that he actually hits in the play, um, which actually looks like on the picture here, it... it Possibly could have been a strike. The way he swung didn't make it look like it. However, he hits the ball into right field, scores two runs. That's what you want to see. I don't know. That's it. That's all the scoring. And then he gets caught stealing. Three, by the way, three stolen bases, three caught stealing for Jiwon Bay in May. I just need him to figure that part out. Like that was so, <laughs> so deadly. Yeah. And I think it's just like, yeah, he's going to run. We're, we're just going to try to throw him out. Yeah, and he's, he's, he seems like he's just taking off and going, whether he thinks that he's going or not. He should be, like, I feel like he's fast enough to steal bases whenever they do know he's going, but it's not really panning out. I, I'm really surprised. I've really felt like a lot of the things that they're doing, I think the base runners are getting better jumps, and you might be right. The fact that these bases are closer might be playing a bigger role in this 
but it just kind of felt like for a while that this was going to be maybe a little too much, that these guys are just going to be running wild. Yeah. And it hasn't seemed that way lately. Against us, it has. We stole so many bases, it looked like it was easy. Now, all of a sudden, everybody's stealing off of us, and it looks easy. Yeah. We can't throw anybody out. I don't know what it's attributed to, but other than the fact that, like, we're watching our guys steal bases, like even Connor Joe stealing bases, uh, Carlos Santana stealing bases, and we're complaining, myself included, I just did it all, just earlier, we're complaining about Hedges not being able to throw people out. I'm a little bit surprised at that because I, I feel like nobody's able to throw anybody out. And then I just talk about, on the flip side, then I say, well, Bay's been thrown out as many times as he stole a base. He's 50% in May. So I don't really understand it. I don't, I can't put a, I can't put a finger on it. I don't understand what's going on with yeah. the base running. I did. I mean, yeah. He had a nice throw the other day, though. We had to strike him out, throw him out. Yeah. That Oviedo start? Uh, maybe. Actually, don't remember. But. So anyway, Holderman and, and Bednar came in at the end of the Keller game and and kind of shut the door. And it felt like it was like, well, he's already at 90 pitches. There's no reason. He's not going to finish. So let's give these guys some work. They obviously need to pitch. You got yeah. another day off tomorrow, two days, to you know, and then another day off. So like, yeah, they need work. Mm-hmm. They're going to get their rest. So I thought that was a good move, putting them in. Baltimore's a good team, man. They are. They're a good team. And I know that, like, the Pirates, we know what kind of run they're on right now. Um, A lot of times I wait to react to things. You want to see how things go, right? I mean, we were on an incredible run, and you and I both were kind of reluctant to say, this team's going to the playoffs, right? We saw that that it wasn't going to stay like that. Right. And then they started doing, you know, they started on this run where, you know, Okay, we've lost five in a row. Okay, we've lost eight in a row, or whatever it was. And it's like, well, you know, they're they're going to come out of this. This is the weirdest I've seen. Like, they were red hot and went ice cold, and both of those things lasted longer than I thought. (laughs) So, like, waiting to react to these things, we're still getting the opportunity to. Yeah. Uh, Outside of Mitch Keller. (laughs) Yeah, and I don't know. I guess the way I feel about it, it's it, it it is baseball, and it will even itself out. And what what that looks like is what we're waiting to to see. Because does it even out? And we're a five hundred ball club. Does it even out to, you know, we're a little bit more like what we were in April April than we are in May. Or just, yeah, or a little bit you know the other I mean? way. Yep. Or a little bit the other way. Or yeah, is it in the middle of these? Is it leaning towards one or the other? Right. Like, you know, it's it, yeah, and you have to wait and see that. Yep, that's a good point. And you do, you you have to wait and see what they're gonna be. I still think that this team will go on runs that will be fun. Mm-hmm. But I also think that we're going to watch a frustrating baseball team at times as well. Uh, yeah. Part of that is being young. Another part of that is just not quite there yet. We like we just talked about before we hit record. Like we're still kind of at the at the back end of this twenty six man roster. Guys like Matthias and and Andujar and uh, Palacios and I'm, I mean love the whole thing. But Drew Maggi, <laughs> right? I mean love yeah. the whole thing. 
But tell me how that's a whole lot different than some of the guys we've had. You know? Uh, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, uh, pr- production-wise, <laughs> CSN. But we think yeah. that there's, we think there might be we more there. More there, yeah. You know what I mean? But still, like production-wise, it was the. It's like the back end of that. The thing about Andujar to me is like, <laughs> I'm even okay with that if he's your 26th man. But like, why is he playing so much? <laughs> yeah, I mean, why is a guy who can't hit playing DH? <laughs> I'm with you on that one. I, I don't know. Do you say playing DH? I think we've had this conversation before. If they're calling I mean, it a position, yeah. I guess it's what you're doing. Batting DH. I mean, you're playing it. Okay. It's fine. You got it. Anyway. Yeah, I I still think that there's, you know, there's better to be, uh, better players to be put onto this roster still. And it doesn't, it doesn't require hurrying up and going out and getting a trade done. No. You know what I mean? Like, I think that there's just, when Andy finds his way here, somebody's gone. And then and the roster is that much better, right? Yeah. And and like you said, if you if you carry three catchers, then the roster did get better. Mm-hmm. Or, or if you carry two catchers, the roster can still get better. But Endy's going to miss out on some real deal things. If Hedges is gone, I really believe that. I think that Hedges is so much more uh, <laughs> beneficial to this team off the field than he is actually being on it. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah. I just think he is. But I don't know, man. I just still think we're not there. So with that said, we we just got to play against Baltimore. We've had this conversation before. Um, I actually had this conversation on Twitter. Somebody said, let's look at Baltimore. You want to look at a rebuild? Let's look at Baltimore. And I was reminded, that's right. Let's look at Baltimore. Here it is. 2018, 115 losses. 2019, 108 losses. 2020, what a weird season. They had a losing season. Records are what they are. Just imagine like 60 games, like the Pirates were the worst team in baseball that year, but all we had to do was start off like we did this April, and it's a completely different story. So, But they had a losing record, and they were fourth place in their division. And then 2021, which by the way, this is the fourth straight year 110 losses, four years of bad baseball. Now, there was one year before that that wasn't great too, but that was before the you know, actual rebuild begins, right? Right. But you start that rebuild in 2018, and then it goes 18, 19, 20, 21. Last year, they finished 83 and 79 just... Still in fourth place, but they were in the mix, especially now that there's an extra wild card. They were in the mix, and they were talked about all the way. But essentially, a 500 baseball team, just over. Mm-hmm. And they've got a lot of young talent. We watched a lot of them. How exciting for us to see Adley Rutschman, Cedric Mullins, Mount Ryan Mountcastle, um, even Santander. Mateo. Mateo is, yeah, I mean... I'm trying to think of the... Oh, Austin Hayes is the other guy, too. Yeah. yeah. Austin Hayes. So, like... And then, obviously, Gunnar Henderson showing up. You know what I mean? And and so on. They're 26-13 and 13 right now. They're a good ball club. Those young players started growing up last year. Rutschman started off the year injured, but once he was healthy, he showed up. 
think sometimes we forget that. Mm-hmm. Um, but the point is, is that was four years. Ben Sherrington took this team over in 2020. And while he was going to sit a year and see what he had, he didn't have that luxury. Mm-mm. He had 2020. I'm not going to make excuses for him. Here's what I'm going to say. 2020, 21, 22, 23. Those are his four years. And when we talked about this on our podcast before, we did the same thing with Houston. We did the same thing with, I can't remember, uh, Texas maybe. I forget who, the, there was another one too, where they, it, was, it was very clearly four years of hard losing, of getting rid of everyone that's good. <laughs> this was a formula that people have used. And wasn't it Philadelphia? I can't remember. That doesn't ring a bell, but it could have. If it was, it, I mean, Cleveland, but this was many years ago when Cleveland did it. And they've been able to sustain this. Sure, they have down years, but for the most part, they haven't blown it back up again. They continue to have good pitching, they continue to develop that. But anyway, it's just the idea that it's like four years. And if the Pirates would have been, and I already, I'm saying that as if they're not, right? I'm saying that as if they're not a magical team this year. Because I don't know that they're magical. I don't know that what we saw in April, we're going to see in any other month. I just don't know. But if they're not, if they finish with less than 110 losses, I mean, they're kind of in better shape than what Baltimore was. I don't really necessarily think that because I don't think it matters. I don't think that that 110 loss season matters. Like as far as how many, how many losses over 100, I don't, I don't, I don't think it matters. I think what matters is what kind of players do you have? I mean, it's hard to see that right now, but it looks like they got them. Like they got a lot of really good players mm-hmm. with Mullins and Hayes and Rutschman and Mountcastle and, and, and Henderson. And you know what I'm saying? Like, I think that a few of them could end up being Rutschman for sure. And I think Mullins for sure. Very, very good players. Yeah. So I don't know, man. I, I just, I'm not impatient here. If the pirates don't have it figured out this year, that's okay. This is on pace. They're supposed yeah. to be according to the four year, you know what I mean? It used to be a three year plan, but the way it's been going, it's, these guys are going four years and then they have their run and the pirates, even if they're not great, we, I mean, they could end up ahead of schedule here. You got nothing else to add to that? I mean, you 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 listed you laid it all out. I don't know what else there would be to add to that. It's sure. I get it. I just think that sometimes we're getting ahead of ourselves. When the Pirates got really good in April, a lot of us Pirates fans got really excited. We jumped all in, and I love that. We should be mm-hmm. jumping all in. Yeah. The more people that you take to PNC Park, the more there's an opportunity for those players to play better, regardless of whether or not it gives Bob Nutting money. Trust me, he's getting money either way, whether you show up or not. Yeah. But if you support those guys on the field, they're going to play better. Yeah. I don't and know. That's why That's, that's why guys want to stay. That's why, you know. I, I yeah, that's, know. yeah. If, if the home team crowd is good and they yeah. support them and they cheer for them and they show up, then people do, they want to stay there. Yeah. Now, 
when they play bad, we got to let them know too. <laughs> That's just the <laughs> yeah, way it goes. Go to the game and let them know. Go to the game and let them know. <laughs> Obviously, still rooting for them, but yeah, you know what I'm saying, like. That's all. Yeah, don't That's be all. ignorant about it. So, I don't know. Let's 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 cool our jets a little bit. Yeah. We just watched Baltimore. We know that they're really good. We like what we see from that team. This team right now is still on pace to do the same thing. Whether they I think I think come next year it's time. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think yeah. it's time. And I think they're in really good shape to do so. But we there's obvious things that we have to get figured out. Yeah, and and I think I, I think the uh, veteran presence that we have right now is a great group. Uh, not just, I mean, you look at the wealth of knowledge you have with Rich Hill, McCutcheon coming back, Santana coming in, and they're not afraid to share. Yeah, their, Oviedo their like Oviedo's constantly picking at Rich Hill. Yeah, and Rich Hill's like more than more than happy. Yeah, to share. And it's 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 just a good group of guys as far as those veterans that they brought in. I, I feel like they brought in the right veterans. Yeah. So, okay, let's take a look at where we're at right now. Because at this point, we're still in the playoffs. Sure. I think you keep coaching and playing like you're in the playoffs. Pirates are still a game and a half in the wild card. I think, to piggyback on that for one more, still root like we're in the playoffs as a fan. Yeah, I think a lot a lot of people have already given up on the season. They're already saying how terrible this team is who's in position to be in the playoffs right now. Yeah. Um there are better teams. I mean, St. Louis is is supposedly on paper a really good team. They're literally still in last place in yeah. the National League. <laughs> it's bizarre. Now they're 5 and 5 in their last 10. What the Pirates have done recently is lowered that Run differential clear down to plus nine, and we were looking good, mm-hmm. and it has been really bad. So I get that, but here we are. We're still in position. If we can somehow, just like we said Tuesday or mo- last Monday, when Mitch Keller pitched that game, let's piggyback off that and let's get going. <laughs> here we're gonna say it again. Let's piggyback off that start and let's get going. Because what else are you going to say? Right. But, but as of right now, the Pirates are in the wild card behind Arizona in front of Philadelphia with Miami and the New York Mets and the Chicago Cubs and San Diego Padres. Guys, seriously, these are real teams that are not in the playoffs right now. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like a lot of them, I mean, not the Cubs and not the Marlins, but like the Mets and the Padres, like you would just have them in, right? Mm-hmm. So they're 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 still in position. They've got a day off. Then they've got two games against Detroit, who Detroit right now is 18 and 21. They're in third place in the AL Central. They have a negative 44 run differential. It is just two games. It's on the road. As always, per baseball, you split it. Yeah. That's what you go for. However, in the situation the Pirates are in, I think you kind of need to go in there and take care of it. <laughs> I just don't know that they're going to, but they've got Michael Lorenzen going against Luis Ortiz and then Rich Hill against Eduardo Rodriguez. I mean, that's what it is. I don't I don't really know, man. <laughs> this team is just 
it's still in the mix. And yet I feel like there's a lot of giving up. Yeah. And I don't necessarily mean that on the Pirates side. I think they know what's going on. I think the veterans there, I think if this was last year's team, this would be an absolute, like this would define the season. Yeah. So I don't know. But I, I just the difference in the group from last year to this year, I don't think this defines the team. I think they're, I don't, it's like we said earlier, they're not going to bounce back and do April again, but right. we can still write the ship. Yeah. I'm not going to sit here and say that we need the pitchers to come back and make all the quality starts. And No, we just need to hit the ball. Just just hit the ball. I think our pitching has been when, good enough. When guys are on base, hit the ball. Yeah. Yeah, it's a big thing. Drive them in. Yeah, I don't know, man. I uh, It's just a two-game series. I, it's just hard. When you go on the road, it's hard for me to say sweep it. So right. I'm going to go back to split. And then we got the Diamondbacks, which is another wildcard team the way it sits right now. Mm-hmm. So it's not going to let up, dude. We still got the Rangers and the Mariners. Like it's not going to let up. You got to figure this out. Day off, two games, day off. This is a good time for the pirates to get back. Maybe, maybe get your legs underneath you again, something like that. Get moving. Um, it's not the end of the world. This team is not the worst team in baseball. They're still in a playoff position. Yeah. So, uh, for me, <clears throat> for me, I just want them to get back at it. That's all. And like I said, somewhere in the middle there, let's let's find out what it is. I'm not gonna, not gonna give up on my team. No, I'm not gonna panic either. Yeah, that's the other thing. Not gonna panic. It's a good they're, call. They're, they're, no matter how young they are, as a team, they're a major league baseball team. You got guys in in your corner who've been there, done this. You have guys in your corner who are willing to be there and and help you and guide you through these things like you're a young player that's fine well this is what we do when this stuff happens yeah you're struggling at the plate this is what we're going to do to try to rectify the situation i mean stuff happens you go through these stretches you get over it you move on it's baseball guess what we get to get up and do it again tomorrow (laughs) You know yeah. what I mean? That's it, it. Short memory. Be like a goldfish. Got any more? <laughs> a, little t- a little Ted Lasso there for anybody okay. who's a Ted Lasso fan. There you go. All right, guys. That's all we're going to have for this week. And if you made it this far in the episode, I think you kind of understand that I'm trying to avoid saying things that I don't want to put on recording. So <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate your guys' patience with me as I wrestle with opening my mouth or shutting it. So. Uh, enjoy the Monday off. Let's get two wins this week and uh, we'll talk to you again on Friday. Let's go, Bucks. Let's go, Bucks. Thanks for listening to my dad and Uncle Jake on the Bridge to Bucktober podcast. Follow them on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at Bridge the Number Two Bucktober. Don't forget to subscribe so you know when new episodes are released. Clear the deck, cannonball coming, and let's go, Bucks.